Blog Talk Radio. Now give me my theme music. Welcome to the war room. Yeah. We got Kill. Jimmy. PJ. B. Austin, a hot block commander. How you want to end up one or two hours show to get the brain running with the premises talk sports on a national level. Full with the topic. Sort of like the rubber when it's game time. like the fat five doing prime time. Sports and drama with the speaking minds a little bit. So sports medicine and sports veterans are great. The so 4 26 so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room. With five yep. nights at the round table. Five silly guys to print the pride and educate Somebody over there rumbling their mic. Paul. Oh. Yeah, what's good? War Room family, you are once again live in the War Room. Brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the boy Dev Mack, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers, B. Austin and Jimmy the Blueprint. And look, man, we're here to review the biggest sports stories of 2022 because we are at that point, man. This is our last show of 2022. There's also a couple of stories from this week that, that are definitely worth a mention. So sit back, relax, end another year with your brothers from other mothers in the war room, the greatest man cave in the history of the planet. Episode 659 starts now. You know what you can do, though. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you can join us on Facebook, Twitter, um, our Game Time app on, on the GroupMe app, uh, excuse me, Game Time Group on the Group Me app, uh, IG, wherever, man. You can find us at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. What up, fam? Another year in the books. What's going on with y'all? Yo, long live the king. Which one? Long live the Yo. king. <laughs> yeah. Long live the king. He's talking about the boy Lay. Another one, yo. Another one. Another one, man. 2020, 2023 got the greatest, man. Pele, man. Rest in, rest in power. It ain't, it ain't 2023 yet, though. It, it, it ain't 2023 yet. Yeah, it's going to be some more cats getting out of here in the next couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Woo. 2022 ain't done. Um, it's not, you know, I, I can remember back to, like, the, the last show of that year probably was somber. That year was trash. Like, <laughs> yo, they got rid of everybody. Yo, but <laughs> got rid no, of but not everybody. even. Well, yeah, they got rid of everybody. Like, not even sports people, just everybody. Like, God saw <laughs> fit to trim the population of Earth in 2020. Um, the worst sports year, though, I think. Y'all remember 2016? Everybody was getting. Yo, I was going. Yo, I was going to say that 2016. It was it was sports and entertainment. <laughs> Yeah, sports and entertainment. Like, everybody was the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Didn't um, didn't Billy Beige make a song about that? <laughs> that yeah, yeah, hell, he but. made he, he did a TMZ video. He got he was on TMZ for that. Right, right. He made a song about the the Reaper of 2016. So yeah, 2022 wasn't as bad because even when you look at 2022, and we're gonna give off our list before we're out of here of you know, our rest in pieces for the year, most of the people who went, it was pretty much time to go. So, you know, it, it wasn't <laughs> as sad and somber as 2016. No, it was like, damn, how he die? How she die? So, and in 2020, we know how they all died, but damn, everybody shouldn't have died in 2020. All right, so um, 
Yeah, y'all know what it is, man. Before we get started, we just got to remind you that whether you're with us live or not, at any time on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, either on our own website or, uh, you know, on one of the many major podcast listening platforms that are out there. So there's never an excuse to miss an episode. Um, so don't miss an episode. And if you don't know, our website is warroomsports.com. So shout out to everybody that's still with us on the network, man. If you're into hip-hop, Tissue in the Tape are the guys for you. Shout out to uh, Phil Matic 365 and Davis Backwards. Uh, the Broad Street Line with Roy and Chris. Superstars with Big E, Dante, H, and Soup. Uh, John Appetit with the Burtons, if you call yourself a foodie. On the Couch with the Wilsons. Uh, shout out to everybody. I hope you guys had a great 2022 on the network, and we look forward to having you all in 2023 as well. All right, so, yeah, before we do get started, I, I, I'm not seeing – oh, no, I'm, I'm wrong. Shout out to Skyview in the, in the chat room. I can see the chat room right now. Um, he said Josh McDaniels can go that away. <laughs> so Skyview's <laughs> starting, starting early with his. But um, let's get into, we're going to start with a little bit of, of, of a different, you know, different twist this evening, since we're going to do the year in review as, you know, pretty much our hot topics. We're going to start with this date in sports history, which is brought to you by Sports the Book, S-P-O-R-T-S, smart people, only read the sports. Sports the Book is written by War Room's own Jimmy the Blueprint. Yo, if y'all are tired of reading that same old bull crap with the same old list rank, imaginary starting lineups, and all the subjective GOAT conversations, man, make sure y'all get y'all a copy of Sports the Book. All right? You can get it at sportsthebook.com, warroomsports.com, amazon.com. Just make sure you This date in sports history, December 27 was the day, well, not only the day that Tom Brady through for a VIN record, his 50th touchdown on the season. That's bananas. And it's even more bananas that that record has been broken. Um, the New England Patriots Please. on that day also became the first team in NFL history to finish the regular season with a 16-0 record. We know the Dolphins did it, but they weren't playing 16 games back then. So the Patriots ran the gamut in the regular season, 16-0, and almost finished the deal. But Eli and the Giants said, no. And Mercury Morris hating ass was excited. <laughs> and the rest was history. Yeah, them old heads got junked that day. A couple of them probably died that night. Um, so how many did we lose in 2007? We weren't no, on the air Mercury then. Morris be the one, yo. He finds a way to use social media and that type of stuff. He only even know Twitter is. 2007, he was on. Media street. He probably was on Black Planet drawing. Black Planet and MySpace, whatever. All right, that's what's up. So, Jim, tell everybody what happened this week while they were on the grind. One of these grind stories is wow. Wow. Absolutely, man. And while you were on the Grizz Naive, it's brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Do you or your business need a custom website? Well, go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4003. But digitalextremetech.com. Make Yo. sure you contact them if you need a custom site. Um, you know, I'll F that number up. I'm saying it's 267 
but digitalextremetech.com, man. But while you were on the Grizz Naive, man, there's only a couple of stories you want to talk about. Um, one of them is absolutely insane. But the first one is this, man. We got to give a shout-out to NFL legend, um, you know, hood legend, Warren Sports legend Ed Reed, who was named the new head coach of Bethune-Cookman football. Frederick Douglass? Coach Reed. Yes, okay, Reed. We called him Frederick Douglass, B. Yeah. Yeah. He do be looking he like, look like Sam Jackson on like Unbreakable uh, on that pick to me, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, Mr. Glass when he's all disheveled. And... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He looked yeah, like that. Yeah, right. I mean, shout the out to him, man. Is... You think this is like, you know, um, you know, D1? I, I, I don't, I mean, I don't. Ed Reed, even though he might be, like, not even might be, he's on that level as a player. I don't think Ed Reed – I don't think there's anybody out there really um, that's on the, the level popularity-wise as, not, as not, Deion not Sanders. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, not, from, yeah, not from football. Right, right, right. Football. So, you know, it, it's, it's not going to be the same thing. I think Ed Reed is playing this the right way, though, because I haven't heard him make any God promises and – you know, talk about all other HBCUs and all of that kind of stuff. So he's covering himself when a school with better facilities calls later on down the line and he does, you know, what he has to do. Yeah, um, no. What I've yeah, heard no. people talking about, though, you know, everybody, you know, it's a great hire, it's a great hire, this and that. Like, how the hell do we know? Like, we didn't even know Dion was a great hire until – I you don't know, even know Ed Reed was a coach at the U. Right, right. Like, we don't know. Like, these people well, have never thing. coached before. And that's the thing. You can, great go become, you, can, you can go to HBCUs <laughs> and become head coaches without putting the work in. So this might well, be the way that everybody that. starts to go. You know what I mean? In 2022, they say it's a great hire. It has nothing to do with X's and O's. You live in Koloff culture. Right. You love celebrity. You know, ex-athlete. So, so, so from that standpoint, that, that's – At least three-star. Yeah, that's, 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 that's kind of what it's gauged on. And when I said Dion, I don't I didn't mean necessarily like um he can do what Dion did because Dion is one of one. Um, but maybe I was saying maybe he was inspired by Dion to to kind of make this move. Yeah, um, I mean possibly. But it, it, I would dig down into like for what reasons though. It could be for what I said. Like, these dudes might realize now, like, damn, an HBCU will hire us just because we're a name. We don't have to prove then anything. We get our resume up. And we right, we don't have to prove anything. So we go to HBCU, automatically by our name, the recruit, recruiting is going to get better, and they're going to get good, you know, as far as HBCUs go. So this is an easy mm-hmm. stepping stone for anybody with a big name. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at, at, at it or whatever, you know. Like I said, as long as you don't come in and talk about what God told you to do, then, you it, know. We got it as a player, um, and and honestly, I'll even give D on this. Both of them were don't get enough credit for how cerebral they were. Like Ed literally gets compliments from like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and and other guys. And Bill Belichick. And and Bill Belichick. I think Ed Reed the credit for being that smart. I think Dion does it because he was so brash and flamboyant. Dion doesn't miss out on other stuff. Dion, Dion, Dion is always going to be his intellect is going to be discounted because of the 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 type of Jerry curl that he had and the fact that 
he let the gold kind of lay on the chest. I say, with the Jerry, Jerry Curl, 14 gold chains, Versace glasses, gold yeah. piece. But he was brilliant. He was brilliant. <laughs> like, like Dion was so, from that perspective, I expect Reed a different le- level of uh, understanding and conveyance of the X's and O's. That doesn't mean that you're going to be a great coach, though, right? Because coaching is, is motivation, it's planning, it's recruiting. Um, I think it's big. I think Ed Reed is significantly more impactful than, say, an Eddie George. But to to the point made earlier, Dion is a one of one, and he just you know he just is. So hopefully, yeah, how Ed, many dudes uh, that Eddie George try to recruit know that Eddie George even played football? Yo, Eddie George was a lunch pail. for the touchdown, get a ball to the <laughs> referee. You know, Yo, play hurt said, type of many, But I, I, think, I, think I think it's even more than that, man. Fred, like, it wasn't Fred. It was uh, Tobias nailed it because Dion is culture. Dion is on IG. Dion is on TikTok. Dion has someone followed and posting content. Dion's a content creator. Dion Eddie got D music. That ain't going to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Dion is, is, is amongst the culture, man. Eddie George got, you know, wife that was a celebrity, all that kind of stuff, but he's like a, more of a reserve. And don't he's not use a character. it. Don't use it. See, don't see, use see it. Dion has a character, which is Prime, Coach Prime. Dion brought like, Smut into the prime. locker room to help them learn how to navigate throughout through Smut. Eddie yeah, George like could be bringing all kinds of performers from the 90s, R&B performers from the 90s just off his wife hookups. <laughs> He don't do that. He's just trying to be pure with it. I'm a I'm a pure coach. Yeah, so, that's why y'all ask. Any coach out there, any coach out there looking to bring smut, holla at us. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna show you this smut so you know how to navigate around said smut when 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 you get a few dollars in your pocket. So shout out to Ed Reed, man. What else happened this week? Yeah. Oh Green man. Yeah. Speaking of HBCUs uh, and this is this right here is a wild story, yo. Coppin State man has a scandal on their basketball team with one of their coaches catfishing one of their players, um, and using using said catfish to you know kind of get his boy draw. Like it's a <laughs> wild story. Yeah, it's very it's a wild, wild man. You got an NBA player who's the head coach. It's it's that what you got so, it, man. So at the end of the day, there's a former Coppin State basketball player who has filed sexual assault and blackmail charges against the school in general. And like Jimmy said, this started because an assistant coach on the team, the player, um, name was Ibn Williams, like literally spelled I-B-N, Ibn Williams. Um, He thought he was speaking to a woman through social media when – um, he was coerced by this quote-unquote woman to send her explicit texts, you know, dick pics, um, all kinds of stuff in the fall of his freshman year. Damn, dude started early, though, like fall of freshman year. That's your first semester. So what he didn't know, that he was really communicating with Lucian Brownlee, who was a former Coppin State guard who also served as director of player development and director of basketball operations. So he was getting catfished by basically on the college level. He's getting catfished by the team's general manager. So the complaint accuses Brownlee of manipulating Ibn Williams and sending the news to racy texts. Additionally, 
Brownlee allegedly blackmailed Williams into recording, I'm sorry, into recording, putting it on film, a sexual encounter with him. Now, it came to that because once he realized that it was, I'm not going to put it that way, because he, he didn't realize it. This is how wild this story is. He didn't realize that it was the, the Brownlee, the general manager that he was talking to. What happened was the woman started to, the quote-unquote woman, started to send him messages telling him she's going to put all of his pictures and racy texts out there for the world to see if he doesn't have a sexual relationship with Brownlee. The director of player operations. So, like, so put another. Right. But his whole thing was he felt like, all right, if this stuff gets out here, I'm going to lose my scholarship and all of this kind of stuff. So he actually approaches Brownlee on this, tells him what he needs to do, and dude was cool with it. So later on, we find out he was cool with it because he set it up in the first place. There was no woman. <laughs> He blackmailed the dude into smashing, or it was really oral sex, but they recorded Yo, it. Yo, boy was like, you need what? Come on, come now on. Now listen, ahead, when everything ahead. hit the fan, the day before everything was about to hit the fan, he went to the head coach of Coppin State, Juan Dixon. Y'all remember Juan Dixon from the Maryland championship team? Played in the NBA yeah, for a quick minute. He went to Juan Dixon and told him, Yo, like, what's about to happen? He's embarrassed. He needed to lay low. He said Juan Dixon forced him to come to practice the next day, knowing that everybody would know by that time and, you know, all of dude's business would be out there and he'd be seen differently by his teammates and all of this kind of stuff. So that's where this story is right now. So now he's suing the university for all this. Yo, ha- yo this got to go. Like, come on. Hollywood got to be bugging yo. right now. You don't want to run suicides, dog. I ain't trying to hear that. You some suicides, <laughs> Yeah, I ain't trying to hear that. You know, but my butt hurts. Well, you ain't a lot of care about that. <laughs> it's my, my hurt, coach. I don't care if I got a gun <laughs> eater on the team. <laughs> he said, man, none of my business, man. You can't that line, dog. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think has no sympathy for his players. Yo. Gun eaters. <laughs> he don't care about gun eaters. Baseline. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo, and the other one was wild, too, bro. Yo, this story yo, is so wild, bro. Like, yo, this is like, Coach, man, I, I, this is what I need. Coach, like, come, in, come over here and suck my neck. <laughs> yo. yo, he's super wild, though. He catfished the dude into – dude should have known something was up when he took the, what the woman told him he had to do, and dude was just cool with it. All right, cool, let's go. <laughs> like, come yo, on, man. I'm going to tell y'all. Yo, we speculating right before now, you, and, and I'm go probably going to get a This is worse off. than the Howard Jones when, when Borg, you know, got all that money from the school. This takes the case. Yeah. Coppin got the crown now. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, going to get that yeah. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably yeah. going to get a I'm probably going to get a Coach, off. my yeah. butt hurt. He said baseline. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, yo. yo. All right, B, go ahead. Hurry that up, means man. some preparation Um, <laughs> We too immature for this story. Yo, 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 yeah, go ahead, yo. I am the one coach's life. Yo. You need me to do what? Come over here and suck my name. This story is wild, yo. man. And if, you, if you're if Yo, joining us late and you don't know what we're talking about, just just Google Coppin, Coppin State just type basketball. In Coppin. Don't even put Coppin State. Coppin State Coppin. basketball scandal. 
And when you read the story, yo, it's so wild. Like, you're going to think in the first few sentences, like, oh, my God, that's wild. And then you're going to keep reading, like, yo, it's crazy. I'm telling you, Netflix, somebody, they buzzing right now. Listen, how the bottom line? The bottom line. Like, only Brett Farm does that. Yeah, this is easy. Yo, he said, I'm going to release. She said, I'm going to release all of this if you don't go. Have oral yo, sex yo, with Ibn. the director of player operations on your team. And how, do, and how does that yo, even Ibn. make sense? Like, yo, like you can't, first of yo, all, you can't negotiate with terrorists. How yo, does that Ibn. make sense? I'm speaking right. to Ibn right now. Yo, Ibn, listen, bro, it's okay, man. Like, I know everybody is talking to you like you're the victim, and, all, and and you are. But you couldn't allow this to happen if you didn't want it to. It's got, it's got to be. Scott, we don't know where this dude from, man. He might be from the mud. Yo, I don't care if I'm from under. Life. I don't care if I'm from Earth 669. Yo, you can't, like, first of all, knowing me, if you just say, yo, I'm going to put your willy out in public, I'm going to be like, in or can't? Make sure it's on Kansas. Please. Right, right, yeah. sure. Who's who going to see that? <laughs> Please, like, hey, make sure it goes to this dorm, that dorm, and that <laughs> dorm. Who's going to see that? Please. So that right yo. there, yo, homie suspect. Me <laughs> gonna get yo, the, my the thing social is, media yo, page I'm of not, every woman's dorm on campus. I'm not, I'm not going as far as B. Although I think I understand, I understand where B's coming from because my thing is, even if it was a woman, right? You think that you 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 uh go top off your coach and that's gonna be it? Like she's not gonna like come back later? Like yo, you got to top him off again? Like you can't negotiate with Terry. Right, that right. Point, if you, you make do that, then you gotta know at that moment. All right, this is something deeper than what we talking about. Like, she's not going to let me off like that because now she knows that she can manipulate me. She can make me do things. Now she exactly. knows that she's going to get me to give away my voice. She's going to get you to do something if she sees that you're willing to do that. And then, no, like, she knows didn't say nothing of it your when your coach clock. was, like, down like that. Like, yeah, let's go. I'll help you out. <laughs> yeah, he might have wanted that but He might have wanted that pussy touch. <laughs> my man, no, I'm what pants. I'm... Like, I'll help you, man. Yo, my man, Ibn, my man Ibn had them thoughts before this scenario came down the line. You trying to say he wanted to smash his coach already? He want he wanted to Yo. <laughs> yo. You know yeah, all right, like yo, you being one hundred percent there yo. might be there might be something to that, Jim. Not necessarily his coach, but not not how just did his he coach, pick, but how did he pick dude out? How did he pick dude out? He might have thought like because obviously the coach dude is, is gay. So he's probably like, I know this when I see it, but he's afraid to be himself type of thing. Or, so let or me go ahead. the first one that took the bait. Or that's the first one that took the bait. He probably said, he probably said, why the email and anything? Like, he was out there just trying to get me. He's trying to get his man coochie eight. So he was out there sending everybody an email. Yes, come on. Oh, I feel lightheaded. Oh, All, right. Lightheaded. All right. Like, boy, yeah, man. So, yo, y'all mature, right. yo. Yeah. Yo, but... too mature to stay on the story, man. Plus, we got a lot to talk about with the 2022 year in review, man. So we gotta get off. Nah, man. That's, they nasty. Nah, shit. that's absolutely that's absolutely true. Yo, copy, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all gonna lose that lawsuit too, man. Cause how the coach gonna tell boy hit baseline, yeah. yo? That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach said, "Give me five laps. Come on, man. You late." All right, um. All right, yo. All right, man, before we get into these Yo, hot topics in, too. in 2022, <laughs> don't, year don't talk in review. Don't about your abdomen hurt. 
<laughs> just want to let y'all know, man, y'all check out our, our website at warroomsports.com. If you want to call in and speak with us about any of the topics that you deem to be, you know, one of the best sports topics of 2022, you can hit us on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That's 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. If you already listen from your phone, all you got to do is press 1 if you want to talk, man. You can also join us in the Body Hood chat room, brought to you, of course, by by the Hood University, man. If y'all have always wanted to learn about how to make your work for you in real estate, stock market, precious metals, cryptocurrency, and even digital assets such as NFTs, whatever, it's time to go back to school. It's time to enroll at By the Hood University. We want all of our supporters in 2023 to create wealth and leave a legacy for yourself, your family, whatever, whatever you love. So, you know, War Room Sports, like we've been telling you all year, we've partnered with By the Hood University to help you get started on your journey of learning to invest and possible financial freedom. So just go to our website, click on the By the Hood logo at the bottom of the homepage or on our sponsors and partners page. That'll get you started. Use the promo code WRS and receive 15% off every course on the By the Hood site. It's not too late to secure your financial legacy, but you won't get into a, any blackmail situations. So go ahead and do it now. Do it for yourself. All right, man, Hot Topics, brought to you by my bookie, War Room Family. It's time for you to make some money sports betting in my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, then it's time to stop wasting time and place a bet. Lay down some bread on all the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid fast, excuse me, with no hassle. They even have in-game live bettings. You can place wagers after the game starts. So join now and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, that activates your offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, get your money. That's all there is to it. All right, so before we talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, everything that happened in 2022, to cap this year off, we're going to give you guys the stat of the year and the quote of the year. Stat of the year. You heard this at some point because I'm sure we did this as a stat of the week, but I think this makes our stat of the year. Um, I call this the 22-2 stat. On 2-2-2022, Desmond Bain of the Memphis Grizzlies shot 22.2% from the field. He added two fouls, two assists, two turnovers, two steals, all while wearing the number 22. (laughs) 22-2s. 22-2s. Y'all know what it is. So shout out to Desmond Bain for uh, being chosen as War Room Sports stat of the year. It's not really a great stat. Shot 20, 22% from the field. So it's not really a positive stat for you, Des. But um, shout out to you for, for doing something that, that we deem amazing. And our yeah, uh, quote I'm going to give a shout out to Maria Davis from Mad Wednesday. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> him, him, him. <laughs> All right, and our, our quote of the year, um, this one, you know, actually came to us sometime in the last couple of weeks, um, but I think it's, it, I think I can speak for everybody. It quickly shot up the list of, you know, one of the best quotes that we've heard all year, um, and that quote comes from Kevin Garnett. We don't have to say it because he'll say it for you. Fuck him off, nigga. Fuck him off. And if you don't know the context behind that quote, then you got to go we give a shout-out to the homies, man. You got to go check out Q and, and Darius Miles on the Knucklehead podcast, their interview with 
with Kevin Garnett was was a great one. So go check it out, and you'll get the context behind uh, the War Room Sports quote of the year. Fuck him off, nigga. Fuck him off. Fuck him off. Fuck him off. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yo, All right. that's never not hilarious, yo. Yo. All right, so look, man, 2022, year in review. We got a whole list of stuff for you. Jim, B, if, 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 if topic that y'all want to give bars on, if it's something great that y'all remember about it, we can do that. But we're going to go down this list. If it's something that we don't want to talk about, we're going to move on. We'll just move on. So let's go. We're going to go in chronological order. 2022 year in review started early, January 2nd. I know y'all remember this. Y'all man Antonio Brown, (laughs) he pretty much quit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, walked off the field shirtless and, and caused weeks and weeks of speculation about his mental health. Yo, we haven't seen... Antonio Brown on the football field since, man. Y'all think A.B. is ever going to get a, another shot after walking off out of the end zone shirtless while a play um, was going on? Yes. Yeah, yes, he's going to try. Oh, is he going to receive another shot? No. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's going to talk and ask. I think he's done. It, he took, it took him enough he, He's going to try and get shot. back into football. Yeah. He's, he's going to try, and I give it 24 months from now when – Things died down. He can't, you know, because uh, he's he's an attention whore. Uh, H W H O R E and an emphasis on that O to that H O and R. He's a whore, an attention whore. So he'll latch his wagon onto anything that'll move the needle and bring eyeballs to him. Mental Bottom. illness, probably, probably, but we're 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 still holding him accountable. Like that was. His his behavior over the last, what would you say, three years, four years maybe? Yeah, which is the reason I don't think I think he's atro- done in the NFL atrocious. because um, he had to go through a lot just to get this shot. And I don't Brady think – Brady did everything if, possible. If, I'm about to say, if not for Tom Brady being on – you know, we talk about the, the LeBron clock. We talk about the Brady clock. If he's not on Tom Brady time, if he's not on LeBron time – he doesn't get that shot because it, mm-hmm. there's no other quarterback in the league that's going to say, all right, you know, I'm trying to get one more before I go, and they just allow that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, status, only because it was Brady, and they figure, like, okay, we, we're, we're on the brink. We got Brady in his last years. We're going to get every great veteran that's available. He's not going to get that treatment anywhere else. So I think he's done. The, the, he's done. the, saddest, the saddest thing for me probably – besides the legacy that he's damaging for his children, is the fact that it was well, not a fact, but I believe Antonio Brown at that time, maybe not today, but at that time, 10 wide receiver in the league. Oh, I, I think if that. he just doesn't go downhill from wherever he started his downhill ascent, Antonio Brown was going to challenge, you know, for one of those top two or three spots mm-hmm. all time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be talking about him mm-hmm. with T.O. And, and Randy Moss and, you know, maybe the Chicken King. Um, that's yeah. the kind of trajectory man, he was man, on, George. in my opinion, before yeah. Burfick laid that hit on him in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I think that's Burfick's where everything fault? started, started is it, to is spiral it a little bit. Do we blame, yeah, do it, we might blame? Be, it might be Burfick's fault. Because yeah. I truly believe that Antonio Brown has, you know, his CTE is manifesting, you know, early in his lifetime. 
I, 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 I really saw do. a distinct change after that hit. Yeah. I mean, because he was still nice on the field, but I don't know if he was as nice. And, you know, his mental definitely started to, to take a slide, whether that was just him feeling more comfortable to be himself or if that was an effect from the vicious hit that he, he took that day. I don't know. I don't know. All right. January 3rd, this is just a mention, this is a shout-out. Um, speaking of Pittsburgh, Big Ben, uh, he leaves Heinz Field for the final time. So he's one of the big-name NFL stars that retired um, earlier this year. Um, Shout-out to, 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 to Ben Roethlisberger on a great NFL career. Um, not so much shout of a shout-out to him you. for the stuff that he did in bars with co-eds. Um, <laughs> He was happy to see R. Kelly have a new album. Your. All right, hey, uh, January yo. 10th. <laughs> January 10th, the Georgia Bulldogs blast Alabama in the title game, 33-18. to 18. And, you know, it's looking like by all accounts like the Georgia Bulldogs might start off this whole conversation next year with a repeat. Um, anything y'all remember about that game? Probably not the game. Y'all probably just remember the Tobias Tears. Tobias Tears. Shout out to Tobias. We'll get to him in a little while as well. But yeah, you know, we 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 we're, we we talked to Tobias throughout all of these sporting contests in in the chat, and he he didn't have too good of a night <laughs> that that particular evening. Um, later in January. Uh, what people, a lot of people were saying might be the greatest NFL divisional round ever. Just to jog people's memory on this. This was that weekend that the Bengals, 49ers, Rams, and Chiefs all win on walk-off scores. And that's the weekend where the Chiefs and the Bills scored 25 points in the final two minutes of regulation for the Chiefs finally to pull it out with a uh, touchdown pass to Kelsey in overtime. I know I can't, but I'm not going to speak for everybody. Do y'all remember, not even just a divisional round, do y'all ever remember just a weekend of playoff NFL football better than that one? No, it's been a long time. No. Yeah, it really has. Most of them games were three-point wins. (laughs) I think think it was a – out of those four games that I just named, the total uh, win margin was 15 points. And then most of them joints were three. And I think the Chiefs won by six because they threw the touchdown in overtime. So that was like the biggest margin all weekend. January 25th, Big Poppy. David Orr comes the first full-time designated hitter to make the Hall of Fame. Now, I remember, you know, speculation around that. People would wonder if Big Poppy was really Hall of Fame worthy. But, you know, once you throw that moniker on it, you realize, okay, this, this was a first. He was the first dude who <laughs> who you never saw play in the field who actually uh, made it to the Hall of Fame. So shout out to Big Poppy for being a pioneer of something that I'm sure is going to be, you know, we're going to see more of this, um, especially now when you have designated hitters in both leagues. We're going to see this down the line. Uh, February of 2022, the Winter Olympics in wait, Beijing, wait, wait, hold, China hold, hold, hold. started. Yo. What? Why is there designated hitters in both leagues now? 
Yes, as of this past season, now it's designated hitters in the National League, so pitchers don't have to hit anymore. I mean, you know, as baseball purists probably hate it to death because they hated designated hitters, period. But truthfully, casuals shouldn't complain because you don't have to see hitters who are notoriously bad hitters. I'm mean, not hitters, pitchers who are notoriously bad pitchers. hitters. Oh, no, I'm not. Go up to the plate and waste your time. <laughs> and everybody else. What about the pitcher? And, what about that pitcher that was a good hitter a, little, a couple of seasons back? Oh no, y'all know what I'm talking about. From the uh, Angels, uh, he's still what he is. Asian brother. Yeah, he was in the midst of the home run race, and he was out there throwing no hitters. So, to me, he's the best player in baseball. Like you could say Trout, all you want. You could say all of these other guys. If you can do that, so, if you can go we'll out here and shut a team down, we'll and be, be one of the top no starters on your team, and be a slugger, yeah. Like, how is he not the best player in baseball? Like, how is he not? In my opinion, he is. So, no, he's still out there, but the, the thing is, like, his team, you know, the, he can be – I mean, they can have more power in their lineup because he can hit. So they can designate, you know, they can use the designated hitter at another position or, you know, with another player. The crazy part is the Angels, with him, with Trout, and being able to throw out a designated hitter, in addition to that, still never make the playoffs. So I, I just don't understand why the Angels aren't one of the better teams in baseball. But all of that is about to break up. Shout out to Trout saying he wants to come east, and Philly is his preference, even though his contract is like – Four hundred twenty-six million dollars. It's not my money. <laughs> Pay him. Pay him, Phillies. <laughs> Pay him. All right. What would uh? What would Rob? What would Rob say? Make it happen. Make yeah, make happen. it happen. Take the Rob. Just, just do it, Phillies. Make it happen. Um, February twenty twenty-two, the Winter Olympics in Beijing, China started. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. I don't even remember the Winter Olympics being this year. <laughs> I really don't. Y'all got any recollection of that? No, I ain't got no bars for that. Not even bars. Do you remember that the Winter Olympics happened? No. (laughs) I'm not really a Winter Olympics guy. I'm Summer Olympics when they happened, but I don't even remember. Yeah, Summer, yo, Summer, Summer, Summer got stuff on Smash, man. Summer pooped all over winter. I'm sorry. Snow. Shout out Um, to Bob Sweaters, but you know know what it is. February 13th, the Rams and their dream team defeated the Bengals in Super Bowl 56 at home at SoFi Stadium. Um, Matthew Stafford got off the schneid of being uh, a stat machine with nothing to show for it. The Rams went all out. So I'm thinking, like, Antonio Brown, okay, if he didn't get picked up by Tom Brady and the Chiefs, I mean, Tom Brady and the the Buccaneers, maybe if somebody had gotten injured, maybe he would have had a shot to get on with the Rams because they were all in last season. And they were one of those all-in teams where they signed so many veterans to short-term deals just to get this Super Bowl. They're trash now, and they're probably going to be trash for at least the next five years. So that's what I'm hoping against with Philly. And it doesn't look like it's going down that same because, you know, they are a team who will probably end the regular season with the best record in the league. And they're going to have a high draft pick because of the, the Saints pick. They got cap space, and their quarterback at the moment is still on his rookie deal. So they're looking a little better for the future than the Rams did when they went all out 
to, to get that Super Bowl. But shout out to him. It worked because the worst thing is when you sell everything out to do this and you don't finish the job and then you're still going to be in that bad position later. So at least they finished the job. They went all out and got it. <laughs> Just like the Lakers in the, in the bubble, they went all out and got it. It might not be good for a while, but it worked. Um, March 11th, y'all man Greg Popovich won his 1,336th game as an NBA coach, making him uh, number one all time in wins. Now, he's number one all the time in wins. Do y'all think that Greg Popovich is the greatest NBA coach of all time? Like greatest, best? What y'all think? Nah. Or is he My, just top uh, with that? He has the table. He has the table. He has the table. He has the table with I mean, what are you doing right Phil, now? Red. I don't know. What's Greg doing right now? Larry, some game Larry, right now. Right win, but. Larry. <laughs> I mean, it just shows you that no matter how great you are as a coach, you need players. Like, you need players. Like, you're not going to win. I think it's, Without yeah. players. I think it works both ways. It works both ways, too. Like, so great players. I mean, if you look at all the people who we consider great coaches, they had great players and vice versa. If you look at the great players. Right. Ain't too many great players that didn't have great coaches. Like, it, they, work, they work together. The the only one is, well, well, because Isaiah Thomas says this about LeBron, but I think at the end of the day, uh, the boy in Miami is going to get his props. But, when it was done, you know, he was a young coach. So he's probably never going to get his props for, you know, it's always going to be LeBron, Wade, and Bosh carried, carried him to his uh, to two of his championships. But I think he's a great coach in his own right. I'm talking about Eric Spolstra. But I don't think he's ever going to get those props because when that happened, he was a young dude, and people still think that they were deferring to – to uh, Pat Riley in the front office and all of that kind of stuff. We'll never know. But I, I but I definitely like to give him his props, man. He's a good coach, um, great coach. Uh, March 13th, LeBron James, speaking of LeBron, he became the first NBA player with 10,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, and 10,000-plus assists. The closest player <laughs> to him is Jason Kidd, and Jason Kidd is about 1,200 rebounds short of being in that 10K, 10K, 10K club. LeBron just adding to his legacy, adding to his greatness. There's going to be a lot of things when when it's said and done that he's done that nobody else in the history of the game has done. Yeah, he he, he maxi padding. No, he yeah. wouldn't be no, he I, can he do that. Maxi padding, but the thing is, after 20, who can still play like this after 20, man? No, no. Because there ain't a lot of people going to be able to maxi pad after 20 because they just ain't got that's it. Very, Yo, that's here's very, the thing. Like Kobe had to hold his until his very last game to give you 60 going out. We got a question, we got a question um, from the chat that, um, you know, going back to your previous uh, talk about Popovich. They want to know um, if you had to choose, would you take Popovich or Doc? <laughs> who asked that? Doc who? <laughs> Doc who? <laughs> Doc Holiday? <laughs> I'm your host, man. RIP. RIP, Doc, Doc Holiday, man. What are you talking about? Doc McStuffins? <laughs> I take care of with Doc Rivers. <laughs> Who asked that? Yo, Tobias, man. You know he's trolling, man. Glenn Rivers, oh, he man. trolling. Okay. I thought it was somebody that asked that for real. Like, why Doc who? McStuffins? All right, so uh, shout out to Bron. Uh, March uh, 
just March period. I don't know if y'all remember this, because actually, you know, I, I, I had it had to be mentioned for me to actually remember it. But in the tournament, March Madness, 15 seed St. Peter's was the Cinderella of this particular tournament. They upset number two Kentucky, number seven Murray State, number three Purdue, to become the Elite Eight's first ever 15 seed. I do remember, you know, after reading it, I do remember it happening. Um, it would be great, though. Like, I want to see one of these teams finish it. You know what I'm saying? And then we don't have to sit here like, man, do you remember that? You're not going to forget if one of these teams finishes the, the job and actually wins it. But it's like, it's always a situation where the Cinderella does some amazing stuff, <laughs> and then they get into a situation and they, they turn back into a pumpkin and, and and doesn't finish the job. But shout out to St. Peter's for a great run. Um, do y'all even remember that? Oh, y'all nope. No. <laughs> y'all put it out your memory that quick? I mean, they, they had blue yep. uniforms. That's, that's what I remember. April 2nd, uh, a week later, Coach K retires after losing in the final four to their arch rivals, UNC. He retired after 47 seasons, five national titles with Duke, and over 70-some-odd uh, players that he sent to the NBA. I know he had a great career, but how much Quality do you think it hurts to have a plan that this is your last season, so you already know, and then you end up losing in the final four of all places to your arch rival? Like, how much do you all think that hurts? That gotta be yeah. That's tough. Yeah, I think it's like because to me it's one of those things where it's like, damn, you think about it for one quick second, like, like I don't want to end it like this. Like even if I'm going to end it on a loss in the final four, final eight, wherever, like not to these dudes, man. Like come on. So now I mean, I can't say I'm not glad it happened. Say I'm not glad it happened, but you know, right. (laughs) All right, April third. Next day, Don Staley, Philly's own Don Staley, got it, the University of South Carolina, to their second national championship in five seasons. Um, so, you know, she's undefeated in national championships. She's been there twice. She's won it twice. Um, what did happen that day was they beat Gino Ariema and the Yukon Huskies, and I believe that was his first um, title game loss. In, in 12 tries. So she set, you know, her own history, and she 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 put a little blemish in the history of Gino Ariema. I got anything to say to hometown Dawn? Salute to you, Dawn. Yeah, man. Dawny. Yeah, man. You know, legend. A Philadelphia legend. All right. April 4th, Kansas. There's a lot of history being made in these tournaments. Kansas, y'all remember this, maybe. Kansas came down, came back from 15 down at the half to beat UNC 72-69 to 69, uh, to win its fourth national uh, championship itself. Uh, 15 points was the biggest deficit that has been overcome in a national title game, at least a men's national title game. Y'all remember any of that? <laughs> no. Nope. I got old men memories. Yo, we old. <laughs> old 
Yo, like, yo, I just thought, yo, it's just it's December. Dog, it's, it's hard for me to even care about some of this stuff. <laughs> All right, May 9th, the Joker. I know y'all remember this. We talked about this for a million years leading up to it. The Joker. Hey, man. Name NBA MVP for a second straight season. I, think I remember that. Man, listen, man, Embiid is the best center in the league, man. I remember that because I was hating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they and they about to try, and I hope he stay healthy. Because what they gonna do now? What they gonna do now with, with who? With it be? And be? Yeah, I think he's headed to. Uh, you've been watching Joker. I hope. He, uh, <laughs> I'm like you've been watching Joker. If yeah. it might come down to a thing where he don't get it because they got Joker fatigue, but he gonna be right up in the mix right now. I say your top four candidates are Joker, Embiid, Tatum, and and um, Luca, who just put up a sixty point triple Yo, double you know, himself. What's crazy? What's crazy is I don't know how, but somehow like JoJo is like un like he's he's like underrated. Like he don't get the props that Joker gets. He don't get the props Tatum. Like all the other right, guys you mentioned. Right now, when I, they when don't I even have it, like his name it. isn't even coming up. I just put his name in the four. But usually they talk about so far they're talking about those three. <laughs> Yo, like I watched it the nat from the national media perspective, he don't get no love. And I don't know if it's like they hate the Sixers or they hate him personally. I don't know what it is. But he doesn't it's 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 foul, yo. It's foul how they don't him, yo. He's he's like underrated. As good as he is, but, as dominant as he is, I don't know, man. Well, I told y'all what that was last year, man. They, they hate the process, and they're going to hate it forever, man. They hated the fact that this team openly tanked and to, to even get to where they were, to even get the player that, you know, we're touting as MVP. But what's also always going to hurt Joel Embiid in these arguments, it's not me, this is the voters, the games that he misses. Because B already said, well, I hope he stays healthy. Well, he's already missed 12 games this season. Everybody else yeah. in the race has played way more games than he has already. He's been the leading scorer in the league for a few weeks, but it just now started to register because he just now, earlier this week, had enough games played to even be on the list. So you're wishing him staying healthy. And he took a fall the other night that I was saying to myself, like, he's going to finish this game, then he's going to miss the next 12. So <laughs> we'll see if anything happens from that. But, but. I don't know, man. Them, that, that other boy, he he's still nice. Like I, yeah, I would be like Jim. It, that's like easy for Jim. For me, if you ask me, who's the best center in the league? Like I'm going shuck and job and and try to get around the question because it's not that easy for me at all. Oh, it's easy um, for me. Like for political reasons, got robbed. No homer. Um, listen, I mean, man. In the word, in the word, in the words of the angel named Ethan Ray, man, move for everybody black. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't got no trouble. We ain't got no problem telling people that. That's why you know I'm not gonna say no homer, because a lot of me wanting him to win it last year was because I'm a Sixers fan and because he's black. <laughs> so it's all homer with me. Um, all right. So what happened after that? The Warriors beat the Celtics in six for Stephen Cruz. Um, Steph finally got his his coveted Finals MVP award. Is there anything left 
in this NBA for Steph to do, for Steph to prove? Not for nah, me. Nah, nah. Let I was never a critic. People of God's status. He better than Zeke? Yeah, he? He's been better than him. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, Is yo, that coming I, from I, the I Jordan homer in you? I, I think he might be, but I think it's difficult for me to say. Like, I don't, I, I might be like, I, I don't Zeke know. Blacker than him. Like, it's hard for me to say that, dog. <laughs> like, he likes Zeke I thought I saw Zeke with a broken foot give out, like, 40. Like, Right. Yeah, and did. I see Zeke he do it all that. by himself. Zeke didn't, you know, like, yeah. He did that. So it's, I, it's difficult for me. <laughs> he, he did that. June 26th. Uh, this is very inconsequential to this show. We don't talk much about this, except for when we used to have a homie Puck Daddy on. <laughs> Shout out to him. Um, Colorado Avalanche wins the Stanley Cup. August of 2022, this is when a lot of legends in this one particular sport started announcing retirements. Serena Williams in a, in a what was it, a, a Vogue issue. She announced her retirement through a, a, a nice heartfelt letter. Um, not too long after that, Roger Federer also announced that he was going to be hanging it up after a certain tournament. Yo, are these the two greatest tennis players of all time? Hmm. It's arguable. I think Serena might be the GOAT, but, um, yeah, I guess it's arguable. Okay. I mean, okay. and even if, you know, because people don't like us to do this, even if you, if you break it down between the men's and women's games, are these, is this the women's GOAT and the man's GOAT? I, I, I think she is undisputed, but I think there's a couple cats in their prime, I would argue for one being Pete Sampras, who I never liked when he played, but I didn't like him because he kept he always beat everybody else I root for. <laughs> yeah. The reason I didn't like him is because he was so damn good. Like, you know, what I mean, I was an Agassi dude. Sampras, Sampras to me is the best that the best that um, America has to offer, especially. But I don't think there are any Americans in that argument. <laughs> I don't. You know, you got Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, those type of dudes. I don't think Sampras is on that level, but I think mm. he's the closest American to being on that level. But shout out to him. Uh, September 23rd, y'all man Albert Pujols <laughs> came back to life because he wasn't doing a damn thing but collecting a big-ass check. But Albert Pujols joins Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and Barry Bonds as the only members of the 700 Home Run Club. How big of a deal is that? It's a lot of damn dingers. Mm. <laughs> and the thing is, when, like yeah. around that time when he did it, like he actually came back to life a little bit. Like he didn't just hit, you know, one to get the record and then chill. Like he he was playing pretty well at that time. Um, yeah, he went to work. Yeah, he tried. Even in the playoffs against the Phillies, he tried. He didn't do much, but when it came down to it, when their backs were against the wall and they needed a hit, they needed hits to stay alive. Pujols was one of the dudes that gave them what they what they needed. So he showed his medal as an old head, as a legend of the game. Um, September 29th, um, that was a day that Tua Tungavailoa died on the football field. Are there any bars about that? I think he is. Um, since then, 
done his best got, Jesus impersonation, and he's back. He died with a us. couple. He died a couple more times. <laughs> ain't ain't he literally in the protocol right now? He is. He's yeah, back he's in, in the, the protocol, protocol right now. now. And can't. Yeah, they shut him down for the rest of the year. And people are talking like, "Yo, he needs to seriously consider retirement because every time he goes to the turf, he get his egg split." Seriously consider. Like he get. He, never he played goes. Again he goes down and he get, he go down and he get up with a headache. Like no matter what, he got a headache. The time when he was throwing gang signs should have been the last time we ever saw that man on the field. Yeah. All right, October fourth. Shout out to uh, shout to Tua. Turn the ball over. <laughs> October fourth. Aaron Judge breaks Roger Maris's sixty-one-year-old American League home run record with his sixty-second dinger of the year. That's a that's interesting because Roger Maris hit 61 home runs in 1961, and that American League record stood for 61 years. So 61s, 61, 61s. Um, the crazy part, though, Jim and B, I think they were making a big deal out of this because they wanted something other than the fact that Barry Bonds had already broken the record. He just wasn't in the American League, so now they were going to hype up the fact that it hadn't been done in the American League because they don't want to recognize Bonds as having done that. Because yeah. do y'all think if it weren't for is. you know the whole Bonds situation that they would have made a big deal out of this? The whole big deal was Roger Maris hit 61 home runs, which was the most in the league, and that record stood in the league until you know in the whole league until Barry Bonds broke it. But the fact that they don't want to acknowledge him, they're like, oh, we have another – we have a reason to make a big deal out of something. So now they just narrowed it down to the American League. Am I looking – am I reading too too much into that, or y'all think there's something there? No, no, no they hate Bonds. They hate, they hate Barry, man. They yeah. hate Big Joe. <laughs> they definitely – I mean, we know that. We know that. All right, they um – some sad news. November 5th, the Houston Astros win the World Series in six games over our Philadelphia Phillies. But um, shout out to Dusty Baker, becoming only the second black uh, manager to ever win the World Series. And, and Dusty had been so close so many times. It's good to see him get over the hump. I just wish that we saw him go over, get over that hump against somebody else. Um, Shout, Shout out, out to all to the people eating the barbecue that Dusty was uh, cooking up during the series. Word. <laughs> Black rubbers. <laughs> all right, November 13th, another sad story. Three members of the UVA football team were shot and killed by a former player on a, uh, on a charter bus, on a field trip bus. Again, we talked about it then, but rest in peace to those three young men. Um, I'm hoping – they can somehow get back to some some sort of normalcy on that campus, you know, on that, that football team. But I know it's difficult. You know, you just lose three people like that to somebody who supposedly used to be one of their brothers. It's still, you know, I still don't know, you know, a month, a month and some change later, like what, what were the motives? Have y'all heard anything? Like, why did he do this? Like, what happened? No. Mm-hmm. I still don't know. All right, that's crazy. All right, so December 8th, Brittany Griner was freed 
after nine months in a Russian prison for <laughs> smuggling weed in her uh, bags while she was trying to get out of the country because they were about to go to war. Um, any any thoughts on that? She's been home for a couple of weeks now. Yo, welcome home, Brittany, man. Like, you know, all the jokes and everything that we kicked about it, dog, like, that still was foul to get caught up in the, um, to be a political prisoner. You know what I'm right. saying? That was the worst timing ever, yo. That time, yo, imagine like, the timing of that, dog. It's like, yeah. So, you know. And then was, then was a lot of for Victor Bout, one of the most notorious <laughs> arms <laughs> dealers in the they world. Swapped a pawn, they swapped a pawn for a queen. <laughs> yeah! Yo, the funny thing um, is, I've been reading about that too, right? So, this, so one thing I didn't know, even the whole time we was making jokes, Bo was about to get out in two years anyway. Like he had a sentence that he was serving, and he, his sentence was coming to an end. Damn. It, it, was, it wasn't like he was in there for life. He was actually getting ready to get out anyway. So that's worse for Biden, <laughs> as far as the Republicans go. Are you gonna let her out, and Bo's about to? No, no, I guess. Yeah. Actually, I guess that. You know, that's the reverse. That works in his favor. If you care. Yeah, that works I'm about in to his say favor. if you care. But, you know, when you, in America, yeah. with I mean, you know, political po- system, politics gonna, is usual. Yeah, they're going to make a way to, to hold you accountable for it. But that actually makes more sense for the people who actually care. Like, okay, he gave up Bull, but Bull was going to get out anyway. So that's good information right there. All right, December 10th. Uh, USC quarterback Caleb Williams wins the Heisman Trophy. I ain't gonna hold you. That happened like <laughs> two weeks ago. And I don't know. I oh, he won? The ceremony. I didn't know. Yeah, Caleb Williams. Yeah, I didn't know he won already. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that they had the, the ceremony. I actually turned away from it when I saw that it was on. I just wasn't interested. Oh, I didn't know the ceremony um, happened already. <laughs> uh, December thirteenth. Uh, y'all gotta forgive me. December 13th, man. It's a big day in the war room, man. Argentina beats France in what many is calling the greatest FIFA World Cup final match ever. Lionel Messi the Great finally gets his coronation as the GOAT. He got what everybody thought was, you know, he was missing at World Cup. He's a champion now. What they going to say now? Hey, listen, man. I've been watching Premier League and La Liga ever since, man. I, I got I got Peacock, pause. You know what I'm saying? Watching Premier League all week, so you know, shout out, shout out to uh, B. Austin, you know, for for uh, bringing me around to the dark side. The World Cup yes, changed Jimmy's life. <laughs> World Cup, yo, that game, yo, that game was so great. Yeah, it changed but the whole tournament. Life. The whole tournament was was. Yo, but, it, yo, but you know, no, I was, I was, I was already in before the, before that game. Like, yeah, the game just yo, solidified. Watching, watching Croatia, watch, yo, know, watching Croatia play, like, cause they played, you know, they they was balling, like. Yo, but yo, Jimmy has you know, added a whole this, new sport in his older age. <laughs> and anybody listen, who's been dog. With us for this past any time during this past thirteen years in the war room knew the type of stuff Jimmy said when the game of football, aka soccer, came up. Oh, listen, I, I now standard it on God. Listen, there, there are two people. There are two people that brought me around. One is a uh, Shaka Westman child, who's been on a, a friend of the show, been on the show before. He's been telling right. me for years that soccer is a beautiful game. See, but B. Austin got me because B. Austin knows the, the ish that I'm into. So B. Austin hit me with all the political, 
all the political, geopolitical things that go, and I'm like, all right, I'm sold He now, hit you with the geopolitical, and he hit you with all the analogies. Like, this is like this. This is like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's so, how I, so, yo, that's yeah. how I had to understand the sport yeah. myself. Yeah, he had to explain it to you in, like, hoop terms. Once he brought the politics in and I started watching those docs, I'm like, oh. This game bigger than just Yeah, like, yo, people fight wars over this stuff. I'm all in. Yo, that's why, yo, listen, on the on the humble, and, and America is definitely on the come up, but there's a thought that it can never reach it, the peak that that the world the the world holds it in a certain esteem like it's so important that cats go to war over soccer. In America, you ain't you going to war America, over no soccer. It, you know, is that? But also, America has this thing that when we're not number one at something, we don't care. And I recognize that during the Olympics because oh, yeah. the only sports we tend to care about in the Olympics are ones that we dominate. Like if we don't dominate or we're not competitive yeah. in it, we don't care about it. Right. Like we don't support we don't support our Olympic athletes we that support, don't finish. We support you know, swimming that don't medal. And track. Even though, you know, we Jamaica's bitch in track, but we support swimming track. Yeah, we, er, er, everybody Jamaica's <laughs> bitch in track. <laughs> and hoops. That's Yo, about things it. that we're good at, dog. And let right. us and let us have a year where we actually are competing at something, we jump on the on the train, but for the most part, we don't support our Yo, Olympic no, athletes that's like they, when, when right. I mean, US, y'all saw how American good at uh, soccer rating. All these people dropped out of the woodwork. Right. When we but then you saw how, like, you. when when they lost, you saw how the ratings in America just dropped off. <laughs> was dog, like, I right. told you. I told you. I was in a deli down, downtown Philly with a bunch of people who were from other countries. As a matter of fact, the dude that owns a deli is a, is a Russian Russian brother, but. And we were all sitting there um, watching the World Cup. And, it, you know, White South Philly boy walked in like, why else are watching this shit in America? Like, he said it like just matter of fact. And they all turned <laughs> to look at him like they was about to like lay the murder game down. I was like, y'all can't believe boy said that. Um, but that, <laughs> he was about to, that's America. He was about to bout his ass. <laughs> yeah, he's about to disappear. He's going to end up in, chopped up in Romania somewhere. But no, but um, yeah. like, you know, but the Olympics will teach you that, dog. Like, we don't care about Americans that, you know, participate in curling because we ain't going to win. <laughs> yeah. All right. More history was made, but on the ice, December 14th, Ovi, um, Alex Ovechkin uh, scored a hat trick to join no, still play? Gordie Howe. Huh? <laughs> he joined he Gordie Howe, Gretzky, as the only NHL players with 800 plus goals in his career. Obviously, he still play. He still got a few teeth left. Um, last but not least, December 17th, just a good, you know, good 10, 12 days ago, the Minnesota Vikings down 33 points at the half to the Indianapolis Colts complete the largest comeback in NFL history um, in winning that game. Jim Irsay needs to be wagon wheel flogged for putting <laughs> Jeff Saturday in the Yeah, they tanking, yo. They was tanking. They got a halftime and they started. They were going to tank. <laughs> they tanked at halftime. Yeah, right, they so tanking for Wimbyama. That's everything. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's everything we got here. But y'all got any anything that y'all remember from the year that y'all want to add to this list? Yo, anybody man, in the chat that, from anybody? Uh, who was your favorite that is thing? Ime Adoku. 
Man, you gotta talk about Eme, Mr. Neil. Eme and Kyrie, man. Eme and Kyrie, the biggest stories in the NBA. No more. You Mr. Neil no more. Yo, the yeah, funny thing may. about the Kyrie Joe is like we, we we just move on from stuff so fast. Like yo, like I saw Kyrie put up like forty the other night, and no one even cares no more about all that stuff that was going on like a month ago. <laughs> Eme, Kyrie, Kanye, and uh. Yeah, Dion. Yo, I watched Kyrie. I watched Kyrie ball the other. First of all, first of all, Kyrie and Durant are out of pocket because ever since Steve Nash got fired, they're going nuts, and it's almost like they just wanted to get ball out of there because uh, either that or Jock Vaughn really know how to coach. Um, not Jock. Who's they coach? Jock Vaughn is they coach, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> one of the, yeah one of them Utah guys, man. Yeah, Jock. But anyway, either he either he knows how to coach or they were just trying to get rid of Nash because they turned it up. But watching Kyrie play the other day, dog, he was making moves, and I'm like, I used to I used to like not not necessarily hate, but you know I don't like to crown people before I actually recognize it personally. And when folks are saying he's the most skilled player like ever or in the league now, I'm like, eh, he's very he's up there. I don't know, dog. I'm re- I'm ready to say it now. Like, yo, the stuff he was doing, dog, it's like. Yo, no human being can do that. <laughs> I mean, his skill, his skill level is is. Yo, I felt like I was Fiat in the ball. Like, yo, yo, no Fiat. Like, what? Yo, he was. I saw the ball cross him like doing spin. Like, yeah, like, yo, 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 like, yo, gotta, yo, gotta catch myself. But yo, Kyrie basketball wise, isn't is in a class by himself. That's all I'm gonna say. No wow. human being can do that. <laughs> All right, so before we hit the the, the phone line uh, to see what's popping, uh, we just want to give some R.I.P. shout-outs to the sports legends that didn't make it through 2022. Um, so definitely want to give a shout-out to Bill Russell, Ben Scully, Tua Tungavailoa, Mike Leach, Franco hey, Harris, yo. Paul Silas, Fred Hickman, Gaylord Perry, Ray Guy, Ernie Shavers, Lynn Dawson, Cut it out, Pete Carrill, Martin Briscoe, uh, B. Austin's homie, the only Dallas Cowboy he's ever liked, Marion the Barbarian, Barbara Third, Bob Lanier, John Clayton, Johnny Greer, who was the first black NFL referee, Charlie Taylor, Bill Fitch, Dan Reeves, and the latest news that hit the wire earlier today, Jimmy, of all people, was the ones that report this news to us because he's like a soccer fanatic now. Pele. We talked about it over the last couple of weeks, how, you know, Pele's family was saying he was on his deathbed. He had been moved to hospice uh, a couple days ago. What was his, his daughters or somebody was like like live chatting, tweeting from his, his bedside. Yeah. They was they was yeah they was they was strong yo like every yeah. yo, everything ain't meant for online yo yeah they out of pocket yo, talking you, about Pele says his last goodbye Pele uh, ain't said a damn thing he was sitting there looking like he was dead already and they talking about he says his yeah, last yeah did goodbye. you did you mention Mo Wagner who the boy the boy that played for Orlando uh, what's his name Mo Mo how you pronounce it Wagner, Wagner. oh May May Wagner he got murk last May Wagner he got murk last <laughs> night. Yeah, he did get murked last night. Um, which one? 
I'm trying to think which one is, is which. Was it? I think it was the better one that got murked. Yeah. The boy that came second was was the one. Yeah. What happened? They ain't look like he hit the boy that hard. Was he already out? Yo, was he was hitting, yo. Like he, they so they they were like coming to the sideline. They got tangled up. The boy was like falling into the bench, and the, and the, the piston young boy like swung, but hit him like right in the back of his neck. So it was like where he hitting. He <laughs> hit him in one of them spots where he was like, yo, who's he hitting? Boy was like snoring. He just fell limp. Ball, but damn. Yeah, it looked um, like a Rudy, like a Rudy T moment. So how many uh, how many games he gonna get for doing that? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even. He, he, better, he better be lucky. David Stern in the round. You know, David Stern used to roof cats. And the Silver Wagner, Silver, 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 Wagner, Wagner, got a brother in the league that play on the same team. So next time they play, if they don't roll on ball, they some bitches. <laughs> yeah, they they saw they they ain't named the Quisco brothers. Quisco brothers yeah. pull up. Or the, I mean, not Klitschko. Uh, what's what's uh, the the Joker? The Joker and them. The Joker brothers. Joker, the Joker's <laughs> brothers. Yo, the yeah. Joker's brothers be going at cats. Yo, the, the Morris twins ain't said nothing about that in months. Yeah, like, like they, they pull they, right they, up. They pull right up front too. row. Right, because you know they, you know they tough guys. Like they tell you what they're gonna do to you later. They ain't said nothing about that. They like we are gonna leave that alone. They like because they probably man, know. The Joker brothers about. say you must know. They, they say yeah, I'm gonna say they must know the Lord of War is home. We ready right now. All right, let's go to the phone lines before we get out of here for 2022. We got the homie Tobias waiting on the line to tell us his moments of 2022. I'm sure they all surrounding Alabama football. What's up, Tobias? Man, fuck that trash team this year, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trash yeah, team there, yeah, we got horrible assistant. Hopefully, Bill. Hey, my moment will be. It won't yeah. be the, 20, the early part of 2023 where Bill O'Brien accepts the offensive off of coordinator position in New England. Uh, and I'm still hope the defensive coordinator, Pete Golden, is going to find some racist comments for him, some racist tactics. It'd be the fans of these dynasty teams that win all the time that be so spoiled that y'all be hey, saying the craziest thing. Like I, 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 I have to correct you, Deb. Mr. Matt Miller, I got to say it right. Matt Miller. What happened? I got to say it right. It's not Mick Miller. I got to say Mac Miller. Uh, <laughs> Mac, Mac you know, Miller. us Alabama fans will hate the coach and complain when we're losing. Bill Curry went like 10 and 0 three years in a row, but lost to Auburn three years in a row. They threw a brick to his window. Uh, just how it goes out there. We're angry all the time. We, you know, so, hey, we complain all the time about that Alabama. You'll see. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, yes, Georgia won the championship last year. It was funny because we had those receivers come in who complained about not getting any run. Soon as as the nature boy Rick Flair said, when they had to walk down that aisle, but they ended up pissing down their leg in that game, dropping everything. But uh, but one thing y'all talk about basketball, right, Uh I think Luca is going to be the all-time leading scorer if he stays healthy. Braun ain't going to have that record too long. When Luca's done, I think he'll be that yeah. guy. Because but Luca, Luca came into the league looking 19. like. Yeah, but he came into the league. He's 19 years old, but his body looked like it was 36. So do you really think Luca's going to stick around long enough? I mean, that's a, a big reason why. Kareem and now LeBron are putting this record so far out of reach because that's 20 years apiece. And Bron is going to be, it's going to be even crazier because that's 20 years of like, he had more years late where he still 
just as effective as he's always been than Kareem has. So I don't know, man. Yeah, it's that's twenty tough. years of peace right there. It's gonna, I don't it's know. Gonna, it's gonna be I don't tough. know if Luca old ass body got twenty years in it. Yeah, it, it's going to be grown tough man balls because since he was like thirteen. If you give if you give LeBron his true credit, and and you can nitpick, but I, I, yo, I'm not even really. He might be redefining what someone's prime is. Like, dude is obviously not what he was ten years ago. He's not what he was in the middle. But, like, yo, Bull can go out and get 25, 10, and 8 still, almost at will. Not the same impact. But, not yo, win. his, his athleticism, his athleticism as a middle-aged man is bandoodles, yo. And you know what, though? Because I was looking at the list today, the all-time scores, and you guys are right, it's about health. I was like, what Jordan ended up? He finished third when he retired, and he was like right around a little under six thousand short of Kareem. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember he got hurt his rookie his second year, quit one year, came back halfway through, you know, and Jerry Ryan so didn't want to pay Michael Jordan thirty million. You're right, it's about health. And Kobe got hurt before a couple times and stuff, so health has health is a big thing, and Lucas' health may be an issue because he eats, he eats the same diet we do. You know, so, uh, you know, so. Luca eat what he want. Luca ain't never been in shape. That's what's scary yeah. about He's that and, and nice. Also, and never been in shape. The, the rules, I always that might say. might be why he ain't taking it seriously. He's like, I'm yeah, because people, uh, like a, it's like people, term. right? I always say, people always say, well, these guys, this, no one can do this. I was like, well, you got to look at, that's why it's hard to compare eras because the games and all these sports are played differently. Even baseballs played differently now, where it's all about the home run or the strikeout. There wouldn't even be a place with Tony Gwynn today because they don't value base hits now. So, uh, but yeah, so these games are played differently. And you guys are talking about Jokic, right? That's like you're right. Cause I saw jo- like Joel Embiid's numbers. I'm like, how come ain't nobody talking about this dude's numbers? <laughs> you know? But Jokic breeze, wrong breeze, right? They they all over it, you know. And I'm not not taking anything away from them, but I, I think y'all you know the the they think y'all do actually. I think y'all be taking yeah. stuff away from dude. Like we no, all know no, it's just it's respectfully. Joker's a baller. It's respectfully. crazy. But the, the way they the way they act is completely different with him than with JoJo. Like. Yo, I've seen them go crazy with the Joker scoring like twenty and getting like fifteen boards. Like JoJo does that all the time. Like they, the, the reaction is completely no, different. No, because when he get twenty and fifteen boards, he also add like eleven assists to it. That's that's yeah. But what I'm saying is the reaction to him having a great the reaction to him having a great game is different than the reaction of JoJo having a great game. JoJo to yeah, me, because, I don't even understand how is this under pre like the the reaction's not the same. See, the problem I had, like y'all was talking about, like last year, the MVP, right? They just said okay. Jokic won because Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. got hurt. And Michael Porter Jr. been hurt since he was in college. But uh, And I was like, when did Jamal Murray become Kobe? Yeah. That's they should, never, they but, should never count Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> yeah, as, it did. Like, but I was like, well, Ben Simmons they played all year, and Doc is his coach. <laughs> Why can't we factor that in? Uh, you know? Uh, so I just hate the net. It's like his numbers are better, but he gonna get fatigued because the last person to win three straight MVPs was Larry Bird, and, uh, and I, Michael and I never did I'm, it. Magic, LeBron never did it. 
I guess I'm probably, you know, I'm more difficult on on Embiid because he played for my team. Because when I'm watching the game, I be wanting more. Like he scores, but then the stuff that he does at certain times that kind of hurts the team, it takes away from that from a fan where everybody else just gonna see, oh, he cooking, or they might even see the highlights of the box score. And they don't see the stuff that's frustrating me, like the seven straight turnovers in the fourth quarter, stuff like that, and the fact that he only averaging nine point so seven rebounds. He's the biggest dude on the planet, right? The problem is he right. wants. He, the, I tell you what the problem is. One, this is where Doc, you need a real coach, but also because these big men today don't want to play big. This is why all these guards are getting all these rebounds. <laughs> you know. Uh, right. Bro, we let you hit a jumper. A point when you when you're comparing him to a joker. Okay, if your ass gonna be out at the top handling the ball, then you need to be playmaking as well. And that's that's why they get excited over ball. Plus, I think he just got some deficiencies that that's gonna make you more excited because I don't understand how Joker and I don't understand how Luca do the things that they do and put up the numbers that they do because they just don't seem like they're more athletic than balls down at 24 hour fitness. Like you know I don't what get it is. I tell you what it is, because my cousin, he's like 25, he loves talking about, well, these guys are more athletic. I'm like, if it's all about athleticism, why isn't Aaron Gordon the best player in basketball? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Tyrus Thomas should be a Hall of Famer than it was by athleticism. But it's skill, because we got two fat Euro guys cooking everybody, because American basketball with his crap AAU system, they just roll the balls out and say, hey, just act like you're Steph Curry, even though you shoot more like, uh, you know, Bruce Bowen. <laughs> and, and these guys, and like, and one thing, like Luca always said, I think Giannis, all these European guys say it's easy to score, but the people, all these casuals keep thinking it ain't about the, the talent. It's about the way the game is played. And that these guys don't, it's like the game is played. Because if you look at how, like, even the early 2000s, the paint was clogged. Now it's wide open where Lucas said, hey, campaign, I want you to guard me. We're going to do switch after switch after switch. I get the guy I want. I spread everybody out where you can't help, and I cook you. It's no knock on anybody. You just have to play by the rules presented. And, uh, and, and I think that's a factor also of how the game is played. Even compared to – because you remember the Olympics. Those guys, the American teams, the struggling because they were trying to flop and look for the foul, and they couldn't even cook a zone defense. It took them a couple of games. So it's just how the game is played now. All right, man, what's your favorite sports moment of the year? We got to get out of here. I got AAU practice. I got to go roll these balls out. <laughs> Hopefully your kid covered the spread this time. I'm tired of not covering. But, uh, you know, my moment, my moment is going to be at the end of the year when Tom Brady gets let go because I'm tired of the Bucks acting like they can't move on back by the middle-aged quarterback. God, hell. Yeah, well, they're uh, thinking this place up, and everybody got every excuse. Why is everybody else? Bro, yeah. I went to that game. Fellas, I went to that game. All these people doing blaming the coordinator. I'm like, uh, he just threw two picks. He, he, he throwing to the running back more than Mike Evans. And Mike Evans out here getting light skin raised during the game. Like he ain't getting the ball. But they want to play the coach. You shouldn't have called that play. You shouldn't have yeah, called that play. Because you remember, I, y'all, I'll say this real quick. Y'all remember I said when Tom Bowles took that job, so that's the worst thing for him because it go wrong. They ain't blaming Tom Brady. They ain't going to blame Damn. him and the offensive coordinator. Yeah, you definitely said that. 
And it's definitely coming yeah, but hey, he gonna have that job for hey, a short amount of time. Hey, that's why I say hey. And by the way, I'm gonna send y'all guys a clip because I saw 20 minutes of them frying Derek Carker to meet. That's another quarterback who benefits with good PR. <laughs> you know, Derek Carr. But uh, you guys have a good New Year, and I will be cheering. I'll be rooting against the Georgia Bulldogs. You damn right I am. <laughs> of course you are. You damn right, right they, they, they all daddy. Hey, they ain't our dad. Hey, they play the church league schedule this year. But, hey, y'all guys have a good day. All right, we're right to you next year. All right, man, that's that's it for us for 2022. Jim, you want to get us up out of here? Another year down. Oh, listen, man, shout out to everybody who supports us and has been supporting us. We appreciate you. It's nothing but love. But make sure you check back with us next week because we will be back here. But, um, you know, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and please stay safe out here. Um, But catch everything we do and also pick up my book, Sports the Book. Everything can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you chumps next year. Now give me my theme music. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.